And we're live. All right. This is It's Rare with uh, Phil Rare. And I've got Jesse, Marianne. And tonight we have Natalie as our guest. How's it going? Hello. Hey. So uh, I guess for the people who don't know me, um, Jesse was saying that there were some people out there that were saying, who's Phil and why does he have a podcast? Um, the answer is, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Phil, I'm rare and, uh, I'm a local athletic trainer and I work, uh, I volunteer for the Cuke Outlet Trail. So those are kind of the big things that I do. And, and also with the, uh, Yates Next Gen. So we do a lot of fun stuff, but I guess you guys can talk about yourselves as well. Go ahead, I'll, I'll go next. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyone that listened last time, I'm sure you heard everything I do. I do a lot of things, but uh, yeah, so I'm a bar owner, own a distillery, code enforcement officer, do lots of fun things. And uh, hey, let me do one quick plug while we get started. Friday, the 18th Amendment is going to be doing takeout cocktails and food. And we're just going to do Fridays only until this thing's over. So that'll be fun. All right, I guess it's me. Uh, Marianne, own the Water Street Wine Bar, and I am praying to God that this uh, whole coronavirus thing gets taken care of and we can move forward with our lives. And I'm Natalie Travis. Uh, I run Plum Point Lodge in Sepulta Dining on Seneca Lake. Uh, we're currently closed for the season, but we're hoping to open back up May 1st. Fingers crossed, depending on how things go over the next month. May 1st. This has got to be kind of uh, the beginning of when you would, I don't know, when does it really pick up there usually? So we've only been open for one summer, so it's hard to say like when things really get crazy for us, because uh, last year at this point we were still working to do construction, even though we opened Mother's Day weekend last year, and while we were doing Mother's Day brunch, we had painters outside painting the building. So we weren't <laughs> actually done with construction in time. Um, but I've had a ton of reservations calling for the summer already. Uh, of course, in the last two weeks, quite a few of our May reservations have canceled. Uh, people are afraid to travel, obviously. Um, yeah. Almost everyone that called said, we'll call you back when we know we can book and either we'll still come in May or we'd like to come in the fall. So hopefully we don't lose that business, but it's yeah. definitely um, time to get stuff done. So we're trying to figure out when we can get the staff down there to actually get the rooms opened and cleaned and everything sanitized and ready to go for season. What, what kind of stuff do you have at Plum Point? So we are a old hotel. It was actually built in the 50s. Or the house was built in 1802, which is our farmhouse, which is where we have our restaurant, uh, Sepulta Dining at Plum Point. Uh, Sepulta is a plum variety. We went all in on plum. Uh, so we have 24 guest rooms. We uh, remodeled the upstairs of the old farmhouse for a suite, and then we put six glamping yurts out back. Uh, if you don't know what a yurt is, uh, they're a permanent tent. It's the only type of place that I will camp in because there's a bathroom and a size bed. And then we also have an event space, uh, 300 feet of lake frontage with a 200 foot dock. Uh, so really beautiful view. Cool. How glamorous are the yurts? They're pretty fancy. Have lie. you ever 
have you ever been in one, Phil? No. Dude, they're pretty awesome. They are. Uh, they're they're like glamping. It's not even is really it, camping. Is either. there a is there a hard floor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ours is a concrete floor. floor full concrete. bathroom, stand up shower. Uh, they're actually bigger. <laughs> They're actually bigger than some of our rooms because our room, the first set of rooms were built in the 50s. Uh, so actually the yurts are actually bigger than the room, some of the rooms. They can uh, tilt the, the top of it to let air in and then the doors and the windows roll up towards to screen so you can get a cross breeze going through them. Hmm. They're, pretty, they're pretty great. We have TV, Wi-Fi, everything in there. So That's it's cool. a round cabin. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> Sounds like an awesome place though. Yeah. Whenever I stay on property, I always stay in a yurt over the rooms. I mean, I love the rooms too. They're beautiful, but. There's a beautiful spot down there. Well, how are things? Uh, so you've got the new, Jesse, I, I can't remember. I know you said you were going to start doing on Fridays. You're going to do uh, some takeout stuff. Did you tell everybody about the new bourbon? I have not. No. So the bourbon is, uh, it's, ready uh phil kind of helped us drink some the other day so that's pretty good. he did a good job on it too he's a professional uh yeah so it should be ready the main thing right now is getting like our labels are done but then you have to get the federal government to okay your labels before you can print them off and put them on the bottle so i'm just trying to wait for an okay and hopefully they okay me or i'm just gonna go for it so yeah they're busy right now do, Jesse, do you usually have to wait a long time for approval on labels like that? Yeah, it's usually like um, three to four weeks. Yeah, take some time. And then you get New York as well. You know, you have to get a label approval from them, but they're pretty fast. So okay. it came out pretty good. What did you think, Phil? I thought it was great. Yeah. I, I It's a very drinkable bourbon. I'll be drinking that when I come visit you once you open again. Yeah, I'll made with all local stuff grown right in Barrington. It's pretty cool. Aged, didn't buy any of the bourbon, so it's about as local as you get. All Yates County, that's for sure. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What's new with you, Marianne? So, the wine bar is opening up tomorrow, which is Thursday. So, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, tomorrow we're plugging the buy one get one free pizzas. Oh, yeah. Um Friday, we're doing, because we're still doing Lent, right? I'm not too sure if anyone's doing or following anything. Um, so Fridays, we're doing the mac and cheese situation. I don't know um, what Char wants to come up with for that special, because I know last week we did we did it with smoked good, and that was really good. And then also, um, she's going to be doing some meatball sandwiches. And, Bill, you know, you're going to do the meatball dance. We got to I got to figure out what this dance is going to look like, though. I'm ready. You've got to get a choreographer. I think you don't need that. I think you can just figure it out. Right. Let's just make a dance right now. You yeah. gotta respect the meatball. <laughs> you gotta respect the meatball. Just do a quick one. Let's just a little preview. So. Yeah, what do you think it should look like? <laughs> we don't want to scare away customers. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and demonstrate. I'm not demonstrating anything. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. How is everybody doing? I mean, this is Wednesday going into a second like week. How is everyone feeling? I'm feeling pretty, I don't know, kind of like depressed. But what about you guys? I'm fine, but my dog is whiny as hell. <laughs> Your dog was whining last time. I know. He doesn't like 
the podcast, I don't think. He's not a fan. <laughs> I got to give him something to chew on to shut him up. There you go. That's the way to do it. There you go, bud. What about you guys? I mean, it's tough. I won't lie. I, uh, I dearly love my husband, but he's a teacher, so he's home uh, 24-7 now. And my five-year-old's home all day, and this time of year I work from home, so it's a lot. It's like you're still here. <laughs> uh, yeah. I try not to drink until like a certain time of day. Usually That's good. At noon. That's appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, online stuff, so uh, we've been playing games on Jackbox. Um, I just did yoga on Facebook Live with some friends, and last night we did a birthday, uh, Jim's birthday party on Zoom. So we all, uh, there was about 15 of us all jumped on Zoom and had a birthday party together. So trying to keep busy and chat with people as much as possible to keep me from going crazy. I think I think it's pretty good. I've been uh, I've been enjoying it, so it's nice that you know you get a reset. Like there's not many times you get a reset button. You can start over. It's a time to like you can do new things, work on new things, come up with fun things for when this is all over. So I I think it's pretty cool. I think a lot of people can wherever they feel they are now, they can change themselves for when this is all over. It gives you a chance to just get away from everyone and what people think you should be and do your own thing for a little bit. So, so when I come back out into the public and I chop my hair and go beach blonde, will, yeah. will anyone be offended by this? No way. No. See, it's I a perfect time. Really if you're going to make a hair color change, it's now or never. No I, one's going to touch my hair right now. Well, you'll so just, you you just be like, screw you. You never noticed I had blonde hair before? <laughs> exactly. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> You have to have fake offense. I was thinking of Jeff Hillebrand earlier today, and I'm like, man, this is his year. Like, no one has to be near him. <laughs> rude. Like, I was in Tops earlier today just to grab some food, and I'm literally watching how we're all like avoiding each other at all costs, and we're not even smiling. Like, I'm trying hard not to smile and be friendly because I'm like, nobody wants this right now. Okay to smile. Like, I yeah, don't even smile anymore, though. Like, be honest. It should be physical distancing, but you should be nice to people because they need it. I agree. So when I went to the flower shop um, the other morning to pick up some um, grounds of coffee that Joe put aside for me, and I was so excited to sh see Sherry. I'm like, oh, Sherry. And she's like, okay, bye. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're not supposed to talk. So <laughs> I'm like that. Talk, but you're you, six yeah. feet away. You, you, you just have to yell. It's so weird, though. It's weird. It's weird. I, I bumped into one of my coworkers at Aldi the other day. Yeah. And uh, he was sitting in his truck and I like wanted to talk to him. So I walked up and just stood six feet away and we had a chat. <laughs> but it's good to be able to talk to people and see people. You don't have to avoid people. You just can't stand next to them. I've noticed. Uh, so I live kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Wayne, uh, halfway down the lake. And I don't, my neighbor, closest, I mean, I can see my neighbors. Everybody has like six acres. Um, and every time I walk my dog now, all the neighbors that are outside stop and wave as hard as they can. Like, hey, I see a person. Like everybody's yeah. so excited That's to see a face. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that part's nice. 
Um, but yeah, I get it. It's, it's hard to like, I have to remind myself that I can't go and hug my friends because I'm, I'm a hugger. Right. And when I see them in public, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to touch you. Um, I, I have a friend that lives over in Ithaca that's having a hard time with it. Um, so him and I are going to meet and walk-ins tomorrow and hike, but hike a, a few feet apart from each other. So I'll walk a little bit before him so we can still kind of see each other, but not actually stand six feet apart. Yeah. Where are you going to hike? Um, we might do the gorge if it's open. All the state parks are free right now. Um, yeah, it's supposed so we, to be free. Well, tomorrow's supposed to be a really nice day do, to do that, yeah, too. So to be beautiful again last week when we had a couple of nice days we went up to um the state park up in penyan uh and just kind of i jogged around while my husband and son played the in the grass and i i did an outdoor jog and just trying to get outside it's, but the the snow this weekend kind of put a damper on that for me have Talk you ever done have you ever done excelsior guan what excelsior guan Yes, not in a long time though. Have a neat spot. Yeah, I like. Uh, we might do if we don't do the gorge tomorrow. We'll do Havana Glen. I like Havana too. Oh yeah. So, what'd you think of that? Uh, that plug from the Rochester News there, Phil, for the Cucala. That's pretty cool, huh? That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, John Cucko has been doing a ton of. Um, he's been doing a ton of. I have words, photos and videos from the outlet trail for the past, basically throughout this entire uh, time that we've been quarantined, isolated, and he's been doing some really cool stuff. And he actually got us up on, um, what was it? Rochester eight news. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. He did a really neat video. It's got like thousands of likes and thousands of views. So it's pretty cool. And yeah. Awesome place to go hike and walk around and just get outside. And it's wide enough that you don't have to be near other people. Yes. It's perfect. It's the perfect, it's the perfect place for us right now. Like for our community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're lucky to have it. Super lucky to have it. Hopefully it saves a couple people's sanity. <laughs> I'm sure it will. So when I was at work um, for the past few days, I'm noticing that a lot of people are coming back to the lake to go into their um, houses on the lake. And I don't know if we thought about that, um, which I'm really excited that people are coming back. But I don't. What's is there like a protocol? Should they be self quarantined for a couple weeks because they're coming from another location, coming here? Like I don't really know. So, but I was talking to a customer. Um, and she said that her son moved back into the house, but they don't have a car. So I told them about Kuka Taxi, um, about how they can pick up food for them. And I also heard that Pal's Car Service is doing grocery um, pickups. So I told them about that, too. So I'm like thinking, if they don't have a car, I don't know how else they would be able to pick up food. Seneca Brewing is delivering beer too if you order if you buy a pack of peanuts because they have to buy you have to buy food, but they'll bring you their beer too. See, there That's you go. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Right? <laughs> I yeah. saw that um Cider Creek. Yeah. Not only are they doing takeout, but they're doing shipping. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of breweries that I really wish I could get to do shipping. 
um, because <laughs> there's some beers from different states that I'd like to get my hands on. <laughs> I saw a couple of the distilleries locally are also making some hand sanitizer. You guys do anything like that, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we got our labels and we got a bottle done. Phil got to try some hand sanitizer for the first time. That's, That's awesome. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so okay, it should yeah, be ready. Yeah, it's uh, it's bottled and ready to go. It should be out next week, and we're donating to hospitals and businesses that need it, and anyone else are trying to keep it at a fair price. So That's awesome. It's, it's a pretty easy thing to, you know, transition to. We have a lot of grain alcohol sitting around not being drank right now. So, so local businesses or people are looking to buy hand sanitizer, Jesse, how would they go about connecting with you? So, yeah, well, the plan is, is once we get it all done and bottled and I think it's ready to go, we're going to try to do a big advertisement, maybe even with like the local newspaper or something saying, you know, with our number, our email, you know, give how much you need, the quantity, mm -hmm. where you need it. And we're going to try to, you know, give it to the places that really need it the most first and whatever's left kind of to the general public. So right now, a lot of the hospitals are struggling in the Finger Lakes because the people that are making hand sanitizer are in Rochester and Buffalo and no one's doing it in the Finger Lakes yet. So we're trying to stock our local hospitals up. It sounds like there are a couple places that are starting to catch on to it. I saw everyone was doing some. Yeah. Oh, are they? Okay, good. Yeah. And Miles Miles said he was going to make some, Evan Miles said he was making some too. He was just oh, doing good. it by the gallon. Um, okay. That's good then. I'm glad to hear that other people are hopping on it then. Yeah, it's going to be, people are going to do okay. The funny thing about all that is I remember uh, when this all kind of first started to come out that uh, your dad was looking everywhere trying to find hand sanitizer and now you're making yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's nice. So maybe you can, you can keep the bar stocked with it. True. There'll be a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of access uh, hand sanitizer. I don't know what we're going to do with it, but yeah, there'll be a lot to go around once this is all over. I still see that we're at zero right now, Yates County, for a positive. No? Technically, technically, but there's one person that lives in Penyan. Quarantined. That's No, they're positive, but they got tested in Stuben because their driver's license says Stuben, so Stuben took the hit. Uh, they've been in Penyan the entire time, and their girlfriend or their significant other was in the post office on Friday. And they'd gotten their test on Wednesday oh. and they got their results on Saturday that they were positive. Yeah. So it's, it's around Penyan from people that are coming from other towns. Like you were just saying, people are coming from other places. I think there's two confirmed cases that aren't technically confirmed cases in Pen in Yates County, but are in Penyan. Yeah. People travel. Because people are coming up because they're trying to avoid being in cities and they're bringing it to our small town, which is the difficult part. The jerks. The jerks. That's the problem. You know, you look at, I was looking at uh, some of the news out of the UK because they're obviously dealing with this issue. I could speak. They're dealing with this issue as well. And they've said, you know, we don't want any unnecessary travel, unessential travel. And what that has meant for them is that you can't go to you know if you live in the city you can't go to a town like penyan to go for a walk because that's not essential travel 
Right. And you know, then you're going to, you're going to spread it, you know, that's, that's how things get spread. Yeah. But if you have a house, if you own a house here, technically you're, you're allowed to come up to your summer house. Um, I, I mean, not to hate on my parents and my in-laws, but they all, they both winter in Florida and they usually come back around mid April to May, May 1st. And they're all talking about coming back early. I'm like, you can come back early, but you can't see me or my kid. Do you know what it's like in Florida right now? Do you know what it's like in Florida right now? So they're um, outside of Orlando uh, in a little retirement community. Um, I don't think there's any cases right near them, but there's a ton in Tampa and Orlando, and they're right in between. Um, the only thing my dad says is they live in a little retirement neighborhood, and getting the people to stay six feet away has been a task because old people can't hear. So when he's out walking the neighborhood, he's like, hey, give me some space, and they just don't. Um, but I think in Tampa, Tampa has quite a few cases, but nothing compared to like New York city or right. state of New York. Um, seems to be worse up North. So hopefully the warm weather will kill it. Fingers crossed. Is that where I we're going? So. I, you had this I conversation earlier. Yeah. I don't think that's no going to happen, but it would be nice. It sounds like they've got, you know, some outbreaks going on in Australia right now, too, and it's summer there. So I don't know how much help we're going to get from the warm weather. The one thing that it'll do is it'll at least get us a chance to get outside and hopefully away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> and sunshine kills everything except for the things that it makes grow. <clears throat> There'll be a lot less divorces if it turns to summer real quick. I'm sure don't, don't like each other right now. So, yeah. And there'll be some babies coming. There'll be, there'll be lots of babies. Oh, yeah, some Christmas babies. Babies and divorces. Just That's like what's me. coming. Oh, okay. Yep. Some sort of virus a couple of years ago. How old are you, Phil? You're like 35, no, four. I was just saying that I was born near Christmas. <laughs> so close. It's not, I wasn't born because of a virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's horrible. Sorry. So um, I'm curious, we've got two moms here now. And what has it been like from the uh, mom angle? Well, I've been working every day, but when I've been, I was talking to Portia a couple days, I'm just like, hey, you know, like, what do you miss? And she's like, miss what? I'm like, what do you miss in like your day-to-day -day situation? I still think it's hard for her to articulate what exactly she misses. Um, but I can only imagine missing a normal time going to school and interacting with other students. I mean, She's already adapted. You know what? And maybe is that a bad thing or a good thing? I'm not too sure. It's good. Kids that's are how. That's what kids do. Kids adapt fast. They do. So my child you... stay at home every day of his life if he was allowed to. Like he doesn't want to go anywhere ever, uh, unless it's to like Seneca Farms to get ice cream. Uh, other than that, it's he would like to sit at home and play. Um, so keeping him off the tablet has been a task. Um, but I will say for all the teachers and, that I know and all the people that are in 
working to like all the authors have been fantastic. They've all released rights to all their books so you can read them online. So That's awesome. All the teachers that I know are constantly reading and Miss Molly that does gymnastics has been doing gymnastics videos online on Thursdays when he misses like cuz he doesn't get to go to gymnastics on Thursday nights. So she's been doing a class on her um on her Facebook page and um the music teacher in Hammondsport is doing singing songs every day, every couple of days on um, their page. And on Friday, all the teachers, uh, they always do a dance party in fr on Friday at Hammondsport School. So on Friday, all the teachers send in a video of them dancing, little clips, clips of dancing with their families at home, and they put them all together. And then this week, students can send in clips of them dancing, and they'll put that together and put it out. So people, I mean, they're doing a lot to keep kids engaged and learning. Uh, which is really great. It's also really hard to also work from home and do both, but. Yeah, that's gonna, be, that's gonna be so hard for you to do that. I, I mean, it's Adam and I, Adam's here too. So he's definitely taking on a big part of it. Um, like today I I was on meetings literally all day long. Um, we're, re, we're redoing our website. So, and I'm not a web developer, website developer. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, so somebody's having to walk me through Drupal and how it works. And then I'm trying to upload the content. So I was doing that literally all day long today. So Adam did great and kept him entertained all day, but we've been trying to take on like half a day, like I'll do centers in the morning for an hour or two, and then we'll give him an hour on the tablet where we both get some work done. And then one of us will take him outside for an hour and get the other one, get some work done. So we're going back and forth and trying to balance, uh, working and being teachers. Is it a lot different from summer? So in summer, I work 80 hours. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So I'm I'm not home in the summer. Um, I come home at night for a couple hours and I usually get a half a day off one day a week and one day maybe. Uh, and then I stay at the hotel some in the summer as well. So I'm usually not here. And my in-laws are usually here and my parents. So Adam does have landed. We're single married parents. We don't see each other. I'm off in the winter and work from home and he's off in the summer and I'm at work. So we don't actually see each other, um, which is making this extra interesting. Uh, but usually my <laughs> in-laws and parents are here uh, that Landon usually spends the night with them, usually two nights a week each uh, in the summertime because he loves to hang out with them he's a huge fan of both of our sets of in-laws and um so at having him here every minute of every day is a big change from summertime and we can go outside more in the summer we're still trying to get outside we went and played in the snow the other day we've been taking the dogs for lots of walks having all kinds of outside activities yesterday we made did the diy uh puffy sidewalk chalk and painted oh, cool. our whole yard with and they can socialize with other people, Phil. Like, I can see where there could be some sort of connection, but at least they can see and have play dates with other people and families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're doing this yeah. like on your own. That's that's got to be so hard. Rachel Anderson's supposed to drop something off to us tomorrow, and she was like, uh, "Could you not be have Landon outside or not have him around when we drop th things off because her kids will be in her car, right?" Her kids automatically start crying if they see that they're at our house, especially if they see Landon. Right. And Landon will have a breakdown. So keeping them, oh, they're okay when they don't see the other people, but when they know it's out there that they could go play, that's I think when the problems will start. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. kissing kids is is bad, but kissing adults is like, eh, it's not as fun. But when they see mm-hmm. Phil, though, it's a lot of fun when they see Phil. I guess I'm exciting. I'm an exciting person. I guess so. <laughs> I saw something where uh, I saw one teacher was actually driving around and kind of called all the parents of her students and spent like three hours driving, not here, but somewhere, uh, driving around town and said, hey, I'm going to be in your neighborhood. Um, make sure you're out in the driveway. So when I drive by, I can wave. Yeah, a couple um, schools actually did parades where they went through the town. All the teachers went one by one and all the kids came outside and waved. Um, <laughs> they tried to organize that in Penyan. Unfortunately, with the stay-at-home order, they can't do it until that stay-at-home order is lifted just because it does go against the order of the situation. Yeah. If we didn't, ha- if it was just be quarantined and not the stay-at-home, I think they would probably be able to do it, but going against that. So instead, they're... they're uh, trying to do some zoom videos and saying hey to their kids on that way. So, so all, all the states are on different levels, I guess you could say a lot. Well, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because we we're all at different stages of this process as well. So for different states to be able to do what's appropriate for them, I think is important, but there are some things coming down from the national level at this point. I think the states, on the other hand, are taking a bigger role in it right now, though. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, what are your thoughts on Cuomo doing what he's been doing? Uh oh. Why, why are you smiling? <laughs> uh oh. You're asking me. I'm Who asking everybody on the panel. Uh oh. So Don't, my opinion, I, I think, is different than Phil's. Exactly. <laughs> um. I haven't always been a huge Cuomo fan necessarily. I'm, I'm, I like some things he does. I don't like a lot of things he does. Um, but I do think he's handling this situation correctly. He's been because of how bad it is here. And I know that we're not the city, but how quickly it could spread. I think he's when every interview that I've seen him in, he has clear answers. He has statistics. He has knowledge behind what he's saying and he's thanking the people that he should be. He's giving credit to, where credit is due. So in this situation, I do think he's been doing a good job. I know that it doesn't necessarily agree with some other people on the panel's opinion, but I- He's a good politician. I think that he's been answering questions with more knowledge than some other political figures, because some I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah, no, he, he certainly, he's got a like a direction and he's got a point and he's got a strategy that he sticks to. And that's good. Um, I just don't like, I feel like there's a little bit of overreach with some of it. I, I don't think that he's made the wrong recommendations. I think that for the most part, we should do the things that he's recommending. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I have a little bit of a hard time with him requiring you to do those things. I think it should be that uh, a little bit more, you know, freedom and a little bit more uh, responsibility given to the people to take the recommendation and go with it if you get the information. I mean, I'm afraid that we're going to be in The Handmaid's Tale too. Don't get me wrong. I need to watch this. But people don't listen. People aren't listening even with the rules. I mean, if you look at uh, Kentucky announced today that, or yesterday, that a bunch of students had a party uh, coronavirus party 
Yeah. And, and then they got it. Have the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, they got it. A bunch of the students and um, Tampa Bay students went and traveled together. Out of that group of students that traveled, five of them have it already because oh. they all went and traveled and they were on the beaches in public. Spring break, probably making out with each other. Like people don't listen that this isn't a good idea. So he did put a is mandating it, but so there's a natural consequence. The natural what? consequence. Well, there's a natural consequence there. They didn't take the recommendation. They went against the information. And then they got sick. But when it kills your family member, you'll be upset with that they didn't follow the directions. Absolutely. But they will have a consequence. And they will take some of that moral kind of turpitude. Hopefully. I, I agree with you, Phil. I, I kind of agree. I think uh, I it was kind of smart for him to do it, but at the same time, I think the financial, you know, economically, this is going to hurt a lot of people. That They don't have enough money to bail out a lot of these small businesses. Some of them are probably never going to recover from this. So uh, I wish it would have been done differently. One thing I'd like to see, I've been thinking a lot about what positives can come from this. Right. And outside of in our personal lives, what positives for our society, what positives. And I think one of those is that, you know, we're now, if we see somebody got the coronavirus because they were licking a toilet seat like that one guy, or because they went and had a Corona party, we're like, you guys are assholes, right? Right. Well, so I know everybody doesn't have the opportunity to take a sick day when they get sick. And on, on one side, we talked about this a little bit, that if you go to work sick, that's not better than having somebody else at work. It's not better than um, having half of your staff end up sick and not be able to go to work because you went to work because you thought that it was more important for you to work than to prevent everybody else from getting it. Well, one thing that could come from this is for employers to look, and it doesn't have to come from a new law, right. but for employers to go look and say, you know what, we really need to make sure that our employees don't have to be here and expose our other employees if they're sick. Or customers for that matter. Or customers. If you're sick, if it's the flu, if it's whatever, we need to make sure that you have the opportunity to go get better instead of spreading it to other people. Absolutely. We need to figure out a way to do it. It's just not always easy in small businesses. No, no, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying this is like, this might be the straw that says, hey, you've got to find a way to do that. Well, they're coming out with things, and I have to read up on it too. Where the state, if it is it only connected with the COVID nineteen, if they have if they need to stay home, that they need that the business needs to pay them so many. I think it's fourteen days. I don't really know. It's just trying to implement all of this, but at the other stance of it, our country isn't that great of taking care of our employees for that matter too. Um, and we're, we're not, we're totally not. 
and that's something we need to work on. Um, but it's trying to understand from an HR level, like all these rules and regulations, and it's changing all the time too. So it's so hard to keep up with everything. But it's, I think, Phil, you're right. We're on to something monumental. And I don't know about you guys, but before all this, when you got sick with a cold, you still went into work because then you don't want to be perceived as an employee like, oh, she's always sick. She's always calling in rather than thank you. Because some people take advantage of that too. That's another thing. So you have, you wish you would always have somebody who's always going to be honest all the time. You don't always have that. So tricky. It is. In a rural area like we have, it's hard to find employees at all. Good point. That's true. Speak, speaking to the choir. Yeah. I mean, all of us are in businesses in this town, and we all know how hard it is to get up. Yeah, Jesse's trying to take Phil away from me. So thanks, Jesse, on top of that. Sorry, Marianne. <laughs> it's just, can, can you imagine that face behind the bar? Can you? No. I mean, the, the women will just flock to it. We, I'm, I'm just going to wear a tuxedo every day. <laughs> yeah, there we go. They're going to be like, Jesse. <laughs> Cool. So I had a question for you, Phil, since we asked the ladies what it's like being a single mother. What's it like being a, a father taking care of a dog? I mean, what's what, what's that life like? Because we both live that life. So. It's hard to be a dog dad. It's yeah, but it's good. You know, it's I've got companionship. Um, he doesn't ever get sick of me. Actually, that's not true. No. It feels like, uh, you know, once a day he starts whining at me for no reason. I think it's just because I'm here. Um, but it does get me out of the house. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Did you say you went shopping today, Phil? I did. How was I that? Went, it, I had, it was a, what, like, I feel like Zelda. Like it was like a, I had to go to all the different places. I really wish you could have the soundtrack right now. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah, I went to Oak Hill. Yeah. It was not super busy, Love Oak uh, but they did have all the steak that I needed. Did you see Ruth? I, I didn't see Ruth. Jesse. I was shocked. There was I no, didn't Ruth? See Ruth. no Where's Ruth? Ruth's well, maybe she, does she hang out in the back? I don't know. I didn't see her. Yeah. Ruth's in the back and she's going to get on the podcast. We talk. I usually about don't, I usually don't get to go in the back at Oak Hill. Yeah. So, um, so I didn't it's see her. You say, where's Ruth? And they're like, oh yeah, she's right here. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Morgan's and I got some more steak. Um, because that's all I thing. eat. I did the same <laughs> thing because you talked me into it. I bought five ribeyes. I don't know. I guess I'm nice. just going to eat ribeyes for the week. Yeah. I got I got 12 ribeyes and three T-bones. Whoa. All right. Guys, I need to step it up, man. You guys need to get a side of beef. I can yeah. open up my freezer right now. I literally have a half a cow in my freezer. That's awesome. Local, local grass-fed beef. I just have to get, I have to stick to the fatty cuts is the problem. They have all the cuts. That's how a a cow works. I know. (laughs) I know. See, that's my problem. I have mostly venison. So that's why I needed beef because venison's not very fatty. So it's got to add butter, add butter, extra butter. Yeah. Yeah. But Phil, you said you wore a mask though, right? I did. No, you didn't. No, he did. I found, I found some old. <laughs> I found some old N95 masks that expired in like 2009. Did you take a picture of this? No, but Go put it I on. saw one other lady wearing one, so I guess that's a thing now. 
Let's can see you, it. Can you go put it on? Uh, it's, Let's see it. It's a, it's not here right now. No, no, it is. Come on. Come on. Let's see it. I want to see it. Come on. <laughs> Thank you for telling me, by the way. <laughs> Do it for the people, Phil. Yes, for the for people. All right. I'll, I'll have to get it later. I'll have to get it later. Okay. I'll help you but, do it. Uh, so Morgan's was great. Morgan's was great. Um, and then I went to Tops to get some Greek yogurt. Okay. And some butter. butter. Irish Irish grass-fed butter. Okay. Kerry mm. Gold. Kerry Gold is the best. And then I went to Aldi to get more yogurt because Tops didn't have enough. Really? Aldi carries Kerry Gold, too. Yeah. Incredible yeah. kind. Cheaper, too. So I went to all the places. All the places. Did you see a lot of people? Uh, enough. Yeah, I mean, it was less than usual. And everybody's kind of spread out. It was interesting. Right. Was that today? Uh, yeah. And it seemed like nobody was really taking a lot of precautions other than just staying away from each other. I saw one lady with a mask. But I didn't see any of the uh, shopkeepers doing any, like, anything extra during the day. I know they all say they shut down and clean a lot at night, but I heard that at Wegmans, they were wiping down the things in between each customer. Tops was the employees at Tops were wearing gloves yesterday and they also taped oh. on the floor where you have to stand six feet back. Which is a great idea. People have been all up on, when I check out at Aldi, people are real close yeah. to me. Yeah, um, maybe I didn't notice that. Aldi we, does have signs yeah, they did. You know what's sad though? We went into Aldi and we didn't notice a sign that Sunday. And I apologized to the cashier. I'm like, I'm so sorry, we're that dumb. We didn't just acknowledge that. But um, I think for me, I never touch my face anymore. I'm always using like my wrist to like itch my face. Do you guys do that at all? Are you guys like scratching your face at all? I mean, I don't Stop know. Stop it. What's the that? moment I enter a situation where I can't touch my face anymore. It becomes very itchy. Like I get itches, <laughs> like severe itches on my face the moment that I can no longer itch. Um, if I, it's like a, every different situation. It's like if I'm putting on gloves yeah. to like work on a patient, then immediately my face gets itchy. I do this thing where I um, do something with uh, to make headaches go away, where my hands are occupied for like for like five or 10 minutes without a break. And as soon as I start, my face gets itchy. It's like, it's psychological, I'm sure. Well, the glove, going back to the glove thing at Tops, uh, that's probably the worst thing they can do. I, I don't know if you guys know or not, but so my girlfriend's an RN and she's in the hospitals going through and gloves are the absolute worst thing you can wear because all you're doing is getting it on the gloves and spreading it to any groceries you're touching. It's so much better to wash your hands or sanitize your hands after dealing with a customer than using the yeah. same gloves. So oh, unless right. they're changing their gloves every single time. Right. And they're not. It, and it, it's absolutely, my girlfriend said she was mortified when she saw her wearing gloves. She's like, you probably shouldn't be wearing gloves. And the girl's like, well, I'm, I'm trying to stop it myself from catching it. And she's like, yeah, but you could, if you're really worried, you could possibly be spreading it more than you're doing anything else. So, right. yeah. Question, how have you guys been pumping gas? I go to the gas station that they pump it for me. Oh. Really? Yeah, and that's what? why I always gas in the wintertime. I don't get out of my car. I give them a dollar every time. 
and I thank them for getting my gas, giving me oh. my gas because I don't do. I I'm from Florida. I don't do the cold, and I don't know how to pump gas. Exactly. <laughs> I don't pump my own gas in the winter. <laughs> I don't. How do long it. have you lived up here, and you don't do the cold? Come on. Five years. No. I go to Florida for a month every winter. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so not Natalie, mm. gentlemen. I'm Natalie. working from home, so. So there, I, I'm not having to drive, so I, I haven't had to get gas. Okay, so this, this is what I do. So okay, thank I, you. I pull up to the gas pump, I stick my card in, I grab, I guess, the nozzle and yeah. stick it in and fill it. I, I take, I take, uh, I take chances. So, so. Are you sanitizing afterwards? Before <laughs> and uh, after. Listen, I make uh, I make 190 proof moonshine, so I'm pretty well sanitized at all times. I'm uh, pretty good. So, yeah. so you recommend before and after? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't put it on my liquor label, but I would say that my alcohol is probably the cure, or it makes you immune. If you if you drink it. You'll be fine. Trust me. I think you forgot that we came up and saw you on Sunday. Do you, you remember? Did. Yeah. 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 I remember. The bourbon is really good. The bourbon. Yeah. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. So excited you for before it. I was there. What's that? Were you there before I was there? You were not there when I went there. Were you there Sunday? Yeah. 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 yeah you weren't there. I was here before you. He, yeah, he came good. up. He drank whiskey and shot guns. That's what I, Phil did. I'm so <laughs> sad I all that. He was the red blood American. <laughs> oh, God. So, quick thing. Uh, what do you guys think about the $1,200 that everyone's going to get? How, how does everyone feel? Do you think that's going to that's gonna make a big difference in people's lives? Is it yeah. a waste of time? I mean, I'm, well, I'm going to be thankful. It? I'm going to be thankful for it. I just don't know if that's what, I don't know what that's supposed to do. I've been stimulate the economy for like a second. I don't know what that's supposed to do really. Yeah. I mean, the, the concern I have about it is that they've never given us money with no strings. They've never, I mean, it's our money. We paid them. Right. But they're not just saying, oh, hey, you know what? Here, take some of that back. It's going to come with either a big tax bill a year from now. Right. Or some other strings. I don't know what it's going to be yet. The thing that I think is going to have a bigger effect on people, actually, is in New York State anyway, if if it passes, is they're putting a bill through right now um, that'll make it so that if you had to... If you've lost your job, if you aren't working because of this, or if your business has had to close down, that they're going to make that they're trying to make it so you don't have to pay rent for three months. But the problem with that bill, if you actually that part, if you actually look at it at the three at the three months, you have to pay all three months back. You have to pay all of it back. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, that makes they called the bank to see about deferring their mortgage and they were like, yeah, no problem. You just have a full bill at the end of three months. So it's just deferring the payment. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't say, Oh, just pay the in, the interest okay. for those three months. You I thought it was all three months, the day that it comes back. Okay. I guess I, was, I thought it was a full, like a normal thought, bill I and that everything just got pushed back. Yeah. I thought like three months would, you know, you would add three months onto the end of your thing. But the way huh. that they, he 
called when he called his bank, they said, nope, you have to pay all three months at the end of the three months. So it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, we rent a house. Like, if my renters can't pay rent, I'm not going to expect them to be able to pay all three months. Would be they still lost three months of work. Right. Like, right. Well, my banks they they actually postponed it. They did like for three months. Like they're just adding it on the end, and that's that's Lions National Bank, and then you got Finger Lakes uh, Economic Development Center. They're both, uh, you know, letting us ninety days without and just. At, tack it on at the end, so well, that's not how it should make us pay at all. That's how it should be. That's pretty and cool. Talking about them, uh, Mike Lapari's interested. I'm, I'm gonna get him interested. Sorry, he's not interested yet in being on it. We should I'll try to. Get, we should try to get him on on Sunday. Okay. We should try, and so he can talk to people about what they got going on because the FLEDC is gonna be the comp. Is going to be the business that saves everyone after this. I agree. What, what they do is amazing. I mean, without them, I wouldn't have anything I have and my dad, but you know, they all, they're really good. Be nice to hear from them. And this would be a great platform for him to tell everyone what needs to happen. So we should, so Jesse, can get him on here on Sunday. Yeah, I'll, I'll get Mike and I'll see if Steve Griffin will join him. We'll get them both. Absolutely. Be some good stuff. There's a lot of business owners that have contacted me personally, and they are struggling, like big time. They they need to get small business loans. They need to get something going to, you know, because everyone thinks like all payments stop, but at the end, you know, when that's your only income, your car payment doesn't stop, the electric payment doesn't stop, the water bill, you know, it just keeps tacking on, and it's kind of tough when, you know. $1,200 isn't going to, that's most people's mortgage, really. Right. I mean, it's not going to, what's it going to do? That's my my thing with the $1,200. Yeah, it's nice. It's going to be cool. How many people are going to spend it on stupid shit? And how many people are going to use it to pay one bill? You know, it's like, that's just doesn't, doesn't work, I don't think. Yeah, because I called my workers comp, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make workers comp. And it's due April 1st. They're like, oh, we can you don't have to pay until like April 15th or 16th. And I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to make money. You know, not a lot of us are making money. Right. It's mm -mm. impossible. So yeah, it's, this is very scary right now. But I'm trying to think of what other businesses are doing right now. And I don't really have a lot of time looking on Facebook or talking to a lot of people. Do you guys know anybody else? What they're doing? Yeah, well, my best friend, Gage Otterson, that owns the Hemrod Eagle, they yeah. came up with a really cool idea. So they're doing affordable family dinners right now. And they're doing like bulk size meals for a certain price. So, I mean, it's really cool what they're doing. I can't remember what their special is today, but it it's super affordable, can feed the family. It's like $15. I don't know. I guess they can feed four for $15 is what they're doing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think That's something like that is something people should hop on. Like what, what they're doing is such a great idea because it is expensive to go and order four separate meals and right. try to feed the family. I know I've been ordering out all week. Uh, the bank account's getting a little low. So, but Thursday I'll order pizzas, even though I probably won't eat them. I'll make my girlfriend eat them, Marianne. So but <laughs> I'll be there getting pizzas. Better eat something. Yeah. But 
like I was saying, I think that's a cool idea. If you guys follow them on Facebook, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. This is good. I know the wienery's trying to get a night together, like to try and do one of their done do it's because they had to cancel everything because of where they're at. They can't they couldn't stay open for to goes because they live they're in the middle of nowhere. So they were gonna try and still do one of their done do it's possibly. Um, but their Freiburg in Geneva is super busy, like lines out the door this weekend. Um so, yeah, how's okay. Geneva doing? Do you know, Phil? I don't know. How's Heather and Kyle? They're good. Um, they haven't gone out of their house at all. They, um, they yeah, were they're locking it down. They were at the virtual birthday party last night, so it was good to see them. Um, but they, they've been full lockdown, but Kyle uh, did get accepted for his position, his new position, so he'll when things when things open back up he'll start his new job so that's cool awesome. he's excited about that so oh good for him yeah that's some good news i'd love that yeah it's great news so phil do we have people actually watching tonight is there is yeah. there viewers yeah, yeah. really we've got viewers is it james we've got two right now but it's been fluctuating we had 20 earlier 20 wow are the yeah. two heather and kyle <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't see. It doesn't show me who it is. You should make it interesting. Throw the mask on. We could definitely up the viewers. All right, I'll go get the mask. There you go. Cool. Here, let me. You should put Hawkeye on. <laughs> <laughs> put Hawkeye. Oh, I'll definitely stay on for Hawkeye. Hawkeye's gonna be like. So Phil's been here like every day. And I yeah. Don't <laughs> it's like anyone want a human? You can take them. Get rid of them. So, Jesse, I need that bourbon. When's that going to be? You said you don't really know right Hopefully now. Hopefully next week. All yeah, right. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. And yeah, it'll be nice to get it out. The big thing is, like I said, getting the government to give me the okay on the labels and stuff. So are you going to be selling that at 18th Amendment or just at Barrington? I'll be selling it at the 18th Amendment when we're open on Fridays. Yeah, once that's ready. But right now, exclusively Barrington. at the What's that? What days are you open at Barrington right now? Saturday and Sunday. So we're doing noon to five. Awesome. Well, no, yeah. one, just comes, no one I can come stock up. Yeah, for sure. The Bloody um, Mary was delicious. The Bloody Mary was good? Good. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I like Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like it, Phil. So this was me just going all the all the grocery <laughs> stores today. <laughs> Everybody thinking he's a weirdo. How, <laughs> how many weird looks did you get, man? Honestly, like, was it a lot? No, nobody. Really? No. I think they tried to pretend I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what everybody's doing now, anyway. Right. That's so and, great. Uh, but I have asthma, you know. I, I I've right. got a good feeling that if I, you know, if I come down with this, that I'll. I'll do okay, but I, you never know. I've, I've seen some stories coming out that it's it's pretty bad for a lot of people, even that are in good shape like me. And uh, I don't know. You don't want to take the risk. Wait, was this gotta, the mask you were going to offer me? Yeah, I offered you. I, I wanted to make sure that you were taken care of. I, I want that mask. Oh, now you want it? Now I want the mask. You didn't want it earlier. You can only use it once, though, right? No, it's reusable, right? Yeah. Is it, re is it reusable? 
like yeah. reusable bags, like that's reusable too now, right? I'm, I'm guessing. I'm not a medical what? professional. I don't know. It's a. Did don't, you see? It? Go ahead. I don't think that you should be sharing masks. No, not with different people. No, you should have your own mask. Okay. Just wanted to clear that up. So I seen a lady today. And she had her mask on because I was driving down East Lake Road doing my code enforcement job. And, uh, <laughs> Do you have like a hat, Jesse? I should. Does it say CEO? CEO. Aviators. <laughs> I want to. I want a badge. I just want to roll up to like a construction site and just like whip out my wallet and be like, you know, code enforcement. But I can't get that official. Oh, Anyways. So I seen this lady and she was wearing the mask, right? And she had it below, just like covering her mouth and not her nose. And I just wanted to yell at the Jeep windows, like, what are you doing? Like, I like, <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. What's the mask going to do here? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Well, uh, what I read today about these masks is unless you have this kind of mask, unless you have a like a respiratory N95, uh, the N95, N95 uh, like the cloth ones that they're making, actually aren't uh, really uh, rated for the virus. It's mostly all they do is remind you not to touch your face. Right. So, now they're just taking us. <laughs> so, like this won't help me. He's <laughs> no, gonna do anything. You know, yeah, it'll save you from the virus, but you might get lice. That, that's what oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, I've had it for a couple of years. It'll, it'll keep people six feet away from you. Yes. <laughs> you, you should try it at the grocery store and see. I bet you it'll keep people away from her. That'll do it, T-Rex. So. Or I'll make a lot of new friends. True. Yeah, that's the that's the danger. Yeah, it's I a bad time to make friends. That's <laughs> what I would try to do. Be like, look at this chick and me. Is that a cat's tail in your face, Marianne? Is that, is that what it's Peppa. It's my Peppa. cat, Peppa. Oh, God. My, I, daughter, my daughter named her Peppa. Yeah. After the pig, right? Right. And Phil is allergic to cats. I'm allergic to cats. Really? Yeah. You look like somebody that would be allergic to cats. <laughs> what does that mean? You look like a Helen. <laughs> Just, I got to take my shots, Marianne, when I get them. We gotta, I, you should. Yeah. Marianne, you kind of look like you're wearing a mask or something. Well, I'm so used to always covering my face because I, I, I work at a stressful job. So it's like, I'm always stressed. I don't mean to be. Sorry. You get, <laughs> you get real stressed out at Cardinal? I do. Some people really freak out about things, about their recyclables not being picked up. And I'm like, guys. We're doing the best we can. Like I really can I, I if I can do a shout out to all the drivers at Cardinal. Those guys are awesome. They've been coming to work. They've been doing their thing. You know, and it makes me. And it's funny because I have one of what all the drivers on the other side of the my window, and I have to wave at them. I can't like sit with them for a bit. I'm just like, all right, bye, see you later. But right. I'm really thankful for guys who can come in and do their job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that the there might be some secondary issue with the recyclables because I had one time where it went like four weeks, not Cardinal, the the uh, competitor. Um, like half my recycling bin would get empty, but then the other half, like all the stuff in the bottom would still be there. 
Wow. Like, how do they, they just aren't shaking it with the big arm thing or what? Can you do that one more time? Just with the big, you know how the trash can thing, it grabs it and it goes. I don't think the trash cans around, I don't think the garbage companies use those around here, do they? Don't they just they do, hand yeah, them? Yeah, I watch them. Them. does. I watch them every Tuesday morning out my window. It's really okay. They don't get out of the they don't get out of the truck. They just that's awesome. Yeah, oh. it's got like a claw. It's like a it's like you get paid to play the claw game, huh? Except for yeah. a small bed. That's great, uh, Phil. I have a question for you. So, for colleges, do you have any idea how they're accepting students right now, or what is Gladly. that like for next year? Gladly. What's that? Um, I think that I, I'm in a Facebook group with a lot of people in higher education and listening to their different concerns and how they're handling the situation. And the, it's such a multifaceted issue that everything that you could think of comes up. And admissions is a big one. I mean, we were supposed to have our, at our college, we were supposed to have an accepted students day. Yeah. And now they're figuring out how to do it virtually, you know, and, and how to do those things online, how to get uh, students, you know, a big part of our college is gorgeous. So a huge selling point is we have to get them onto campus. Right. So we can't. So now we have to be creative and find other ways to convince them, okay, we just need you to write that check for however much, a couple hundred bucks for your deposit. Right. That you're going to be here in the fall. And uh, I think that you're going to see a lot of colleges challenged by that. I'm not 100% sure how it's going to work for us. Um, but there, there's going to be a lot of a lot of changes in higher education for sure. I know for us, what's affecting the hotel a huge amount is all the graduations, college graduations that have been canceled because Cuca yeah. and Cornell both got canceled, and those were two weekends that we had Our, tons of guests both weekends right. um, with us. Yeah. And now that there's not a graduation, they don't know when they're going to get to graduate. After right. one of a, one of them was a, a doctorate from Cornell, and they're just. I mean, everybody's heartbroken because they're not like they've put in all this time and effort and they don't know if they're going to be able to walk now. And I also kind of wonder what's going on with seniors in high school because certain states have said school won't start back this year. Two states right. have already announced that. What state, which, which state said that? Um, I want to say it was Virginia and North Carolina just switched theirs to April 30th. And then there was, uh, I can't remember what other one, I want to say it was like Illinois or somewhere. Um, both said that, I think it's states that don't, our schools go quite a bit further than other states. Like we're right. still in, in June and a lot of schools end around Memorial Day. Um, so those schools that end closer to May, have already, I don't remember exactly what two states it was, but two states have announced that they will not be having school for the rest of the year which oh. makes me wonder what happens for seniors or any students for that matter. I've got a good guess that not a lot of studying happens in the last two months of high school. Right. No. So they'll probably just say, here's your diploma. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I, well, well, like oh, Bailey's in her last semester to be a nurse right now. 
I saw a lot of the medical schools and nursing schools are actually graduating their doctors and nurses early, and they're just saying, here you go, um, graduate now so you can go out and help with this, because this is going to be a way better experience than anything they're going to learn in That's very true. I'm mostly concerned because we got that call from the superintendent. The problem is that Cuomo's saying the kids can go back April 1st, but our school saying April 13th or 14th. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering how that's going to be on the same level with everybody and everything. Natalie, I don't know if you got that same message from your. So that's the message that the superintendent from Penyan sent out was that there, it's kind of mixed messaging right now because the state has now said that students could possibly go back April 1st. We had already chosen April 13th because right. we have break that week. So we only have school up to the fourth and then it's school break anyways. Um, but it's still really up in the air on if they're even going to let anybody go back April 1st. Um, so, I mean, if kids go back April 1st, they have to get rid of the statewide right. or, uh, stay at home order. Right. Um, first. And I don't, from the, the news that I see, it doesn't look like that's happening. I hope it does because I'm real tired of staying at home. We'll see. I guess we'll see in the next couple of days, maybe next week, what's going to, well, no, it has to probably be this week, what they're going to do. They, the 180 days have been waived, has been waived. So right. We're not going to make up those days. No. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't think our school districts will change it and have the students go back for those three days before break. Right. Um, from, I mean, I'm in a different BOCES than you are in a different county because right. I'm technically uh, Steuben and Steuben County didn't get that, didn't say that they have to go back. Um, they didn't, that was a, I believe that was a Yates County email. So schools, schools open up, then bars and restaurants are back in it. First thing, right? I mean, honestly, I, that, think so. I don't know how they're going to roll this all out, though. I mean, you, I, I would think if you're going to roll out, if you're going to have the schools open up, that's a floodgate for everybody else and everything else. I mean, I would think that if they're going to, op- you would want to open up the restaurants and everything right away. But I think maybe what they're thinking is open, like putting some people back in the community and slowly right. like going back and forth in and out of quarantine because. They also keep saying that it can be four, six, nine months before this passes, but they're going to slowly let certain certain towns and certain areas back out of quarantine to give it to people to flatten that curve. Well, Cuomo's been talking a lot about that, you know, at some point we're going to have to start, you know, opening the economy back up and say, hey, look, if you've already had it, if you're young and healthy then maybe you can start getting back into the workforce and, you know, the people that are still at risk can be, you know, stay at home. And I think I mean, that's somewhat reasonable. Yeah. yeah it needs, I mean, we need to have businesses again. Yeah. We, all it's hard us- to, I don't know how you would determine that though. I think it would have to be voluntary. You'd have to just say, look, if you are at risk, we need to make sure that you can still stay home. Right. But I mean, isn't that what they're doing right now? With, self-identify. Isn't that what they're doing with the businesses that are open? If you high risk, you can be on Family Medical Leave Act right now and get unemployment, uh, even if your business is open. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think people, if you give employees a chance to not go to work and say they're high risk, they're not going to go to work. I mean, it's just people take advantage of the system. I mean, it depends on, it also depends on how much money you make. Um, Because there's lots of people that are on unemployment right now, but that's a fraction of their salary. They're making way less than what they would normally be making. There's some people that are making the same amount. So those people will say, nope, I'll stay home. But the people that make more than whatever it comes out to, the 500 bucks a week that they get on unemployment. I would think there's some people who have been at home for a few days. They're like, yeah, I probably, I really miss going to work. Work sounds like <laughs> a really good idea right now. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of my employees, I'm sure. Wait. Feel that way about you, Jesse? Yes. <laughs> yeah, none of my employees want to go back to work. I, I text them. I'm like, how are you guys doing? They're like, great, great, doing great. I don't know. Alyssa yeah. doesn't feel, feel that way, I don't Besides, think. Ruth. Ruth's the only one that misses me, I think. Yeah, <laughs> okay. On my staff, it's opposite, but we've also, my staff has been off since we closed in November. Right. Right. My staff mm-hmm. was texting me saying, hey, the second we can come down and start cleaning or organizing or do anything, right. we want to be there, like, Call us the second that you want. Like I've had front desk employees that I haven't talked to all winter message me and been like, hey, as soon as there's something I can do, let me know. Um, so my housekeepers keep messaging me asking when they can come back to work. So my staff is completely opposite, but they've also been out of work for months. And the part that worries me is that exactly six months closed is May 1st, which is when we're supposed to open. And so their unemployment runs out May 1st. Um, so I don't know. I didn't see anything in the bill on if they're going to extend unemployment for employees that have already been laid off all winter for seasonal positions like what we have. Um, I'm hoping that if we can't open May 1st, that it's going to extend for them for a couple of weeks. So that way they can pay their bills for those couple of weeks, because if it runs out and we can't open because of a disaster what, and they can't find another job if nobody's open. Right. Um, and what about the small business owners that can't claim unemployment? I mean, those are the ones that are really getting hit because, you know, unless you take a paycheck, I guess, as an LLC and you pay yourself out of it, maybe there's a way. But most people aren't taking paychecks. You know, you just take what yeah. I mean, Marion, we're in the same position. You know that, you know, if you're you're lucky to make some money every once in a while, you know, it, it's tough. So, I mean. It's more like I mean, in right now. <laughs> in the you know bill that passed today, didn't they say that uh, self-employed people could now apply for unemployment in the stimulus package they did today? Didn't it say self-employed? I don't know, but that's why I took a full-time job on top of just having the business because I never want to be put in that situation. Right. But how? Both. But you're a um, superwoman for being able to do both. Most people can't do both. I don't know if I'm a superwoman. <laughs> Taking it day by day. Um, run a business and do a second job. That's fantastic. That's a lot. I have a, I have a great staff. My house could be a lot cleaner. My cat could be a lot more sane. I mean, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> How about this? What's here's that? A, here's a question that I've been kind of mulling. I've got a group of student work-study employees at the college. Um, every year, Josh is one of them. Josh is a good one. He's good. And we, uh, every year we kind of, you know, the spring is our busy season. Like they're all, this is when we'd be really kind of leaning on all of them and 
them all kind of coming together and um every spring we get together and have a cookout and a frisbee golf tournament and we didn't get to do it last year because uh of playoff season schedules and this year we didn't get to do it because of this pandemic so at least we got our seniors together for lunch but the question is now um what could we do that would be like a fun uh like how do we can do some team building remotely like how do we do uh can we is there some kind of a game we can do online or uh compete or I've seen some businesses doing happy hours, but I don't think that's really necessarily appropriate with students. So you run trivia. You could do a trivia on Zoom, a trivia night. I've actually been thinking, we've actually done one of those, put some different Zoom nights together with my friends. Um, but you could absolutely do a trivia night um, online. You, I've also seen businesses uh, in other places doing a bingo night. You know, it sounds bingo. lame, but have prizes. I love bingo. They come pick up the cards. They would come pick up the cards from a, a safe location outside to sign up. Um, <laughs> and then everybody hop on Zoom for the bingo. Um, and then I don't I don't know how many, how many people do you have? Uh, well, all in about 15. Okay, because I was going to say Jackbox could work too, but that's only you can only have about eight players on that. Um but any kind of, I mean, like I said, we're doing as many virtual games as we can. Um, we have a group of people that, this isn't necessarily appropriate for employees, but we have a group of people that all have cards against humanity. So we we can play that all with our own sets. And the people that don't have that have apples to apples. So we're playing games uh, over fun. the computer. You obviously know whose card is whose because they're, they're holding it to read mm -hmm. it off. But as long as you are, you guys are still fair about the joke is the joke and whatever's card is funny. I think you. there's an app for that too. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of app games too, that you can go on and play too. Um, uh, if we, I've been playing trickster Euchre where I can choose four of my friends that are actually on the computer at the same time and play Euchre with my friends. Cause we're all ladies. The cards. What? Marianne doesn't know how to play Euchre. I don't know how to play Euchre. I just don't. I didn't learn until I moved up here a couple of years ago because that's what that's everybody what does. <laughs> I Would you do say it. it's too late for Marianne to learn? I, wow. No. Okay. First off, I know I'm old. Yeah. We'll back off. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Way yeah. too late. <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> <bingo. laughs> talk about age. I just told you that you should play bingo with your friends. So. I love bingo. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, God. What about like a. Uh, like sober October events, like Phil, like where you like everyone tries to get in shape and they compete against each other, like in certain things. I think that would be a lot of fun for like team building, like mile times and maybe doing some like weigh-ins and you could keep track of them. It'd be like kind of fun, you know, like a big, like since you got nothing else to do, get in shape, make yourself better. That yeah. might be a fun yeah. deal. You I'm already do doing that. that. All yeah. those challenges that were always out there, like the ice bucket challenge and all those silly challenges, try and do a bunch of those. And have people film themselves doing mm. silly stuff. Hi, child. You know what? One thing I'd oh. like to do is just have them film just talking about what it's like. Hey. How are you? <laughs> it's like, I want my mom back. Stay fright. 
Nor is all of us. <laughs> you know all of those people. You went to school with her daughter, Portia, last year. And Phil's been to the house before. I love how he sees been, you guys and does this. And we've been to Jesse's distillery before. <laughs> right, we do put the mask on. There we go. Put the mask on. There you go. You've got a mask on now. It's fine. Now I'm like a superhero. Which one? I don't know. I don't know. Probably Should I draw some teeth on here? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Be a dinosaur. Yeah. Ah. No. <laughs> I feel like Shredder. That gets you like the turtles. You don't pass. What? I can see the Shredder thing though. It's definitely be Shredder. Yeah. Have- I I probably have to hop off here in a minute and put this kid to bed. Yeah, we'll ra- we'll get wrapping it up. Do I have permission to still publish this since he's been on here? I have to ask that because he's a minor. What? I have to ask for permission to still publish this since he's a minor. You have permission to publish this. Okay. Just making sure. So Sunday's the next one? Yeah, Sunday I'll try to get Steve Griffin, Mike Lapari. And I'll try to kind of advertise. I'll let them know. I'll try to let as many people know that own businesses. They should actually tune in because yeah. those guys are going to drop some, I think, really pretty awesome information. Yeah. yeah. That's great. We've got, we've got Jamie and Ginny lined up too. So we'll have to. Yeah. We should get them on sometime as well. So we should have a serious time and then the Comedy Central will come in afterwards. Yeah. If you haven't. People talk about business stuff on there. You should see if the chamber will do some advertising for you. I know this yeah. isn't technically a chamber sanctioned event, but you guys are all part of, some of you are part of the chamber. So um, with different things. So yeah. I bet the chamber with having questions with people about loans and bank and stuff right now, I bet they would probably push that. Um, a, a way to advertise what's going on and get in the community to hear the information. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Yeah, I'll well, get a, a serious lineup for Sunday. I might even try to get uh, someone from Lines National Bank on. Like, that would be cool. I'll, I'll try to get a bunch of people, like, anybody that can really. I know we're stuck with six people, but with us three and then Steve and Mike and Dan from Lines National, we could fill the party. It might be interesting. So Who's more, who's more funnier, like Dan or Ryan? Oh, uh, they're both Dan. pretty funny. Dan. Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan's good. All right, we should get Danny. Ryan's Ryan's serious funny. Yeah, I, he's really he really is hysterical. Really though, he is funny. Yeah. He's got dry humor. It's like yeah, like that, like very dry. But that's why he's so funny. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to Sunday. This is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up. Thanks everybody for uh, listening or watching. Thanks. If you're Let watching. me uh, jump in. Thanks, yeah, Adelaide. Thanks to Natalie for joining us. Everybody, uh, catch you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Marianne hopped off. She was done. Wait, wait, wait. We're still live. It's still live. It's supposed to be ending. Oh, no. Uh, What should I do? Chug a bottle of whiskey. Impress everyone. I don't think you can. (laughs)
It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a bad idea. Having trouble connecting. What? And and. Well, it's not ending. That was kind of cool having Natalie on, though. That was what they're doing at Plum Point's awesome. That's that's yeah. a really cool business, man. It is. It is. I'm hoping to be able to get some more stuff like that. Yeah. We got to get Jamie and Ginny on here for one. Yeah. We don't have to have all of us all the time, I don't think. No. no. I'm not opposed to it, but we don't need necessarily. We don't need to do that. Uh, why is this still? And, and okay, I'm just going to shut her down. Shut it down, man. All right. Hey, just text me if you need anything. So, like I said, I'm going to try to get a hold of all those guys for Sunday and see if I can't get them to show up. You want to shoot for noon? Will that work? Uh, 